0: Hello, and welcome back to Silver Moon Podcast. My name's Amy. I'm Laura. And today we're going to be talking about body image. Uh, But before we get too much into that, Laura, tell me what what you've had going on this past week. We haven't seen each other in a while. Yeah, it's been about a week. Um, Yeah, a whole week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we did see each other Friday,
1: briefly. So we'll talk about Friday. Yeah, because remember, we went down to the tattoo place.
0: Oh, I forgot. That was last Friday, huh? Yeah, so...
1: Yeah, I am looking to get a tattoo. I'm so excited. Um, So I had a a good friend of mine draw me up a tattoo. Yeah, I'll I'll uh, bet she
0: was really great. She was super
1: cool. (laughs) She did it for vodka. and uh... (laughs) (laughs) The best gift. (laughs) Um, So yeah, uh, we headed down to uh, Cyclops Tattoo to go see Tim and kind of gave him an idea of what I want, showed him the drawing, and uh, he gave me some ideas on how to make it a little bit more defined i guess uh which i really liked I, I thought it was super cool i'm still gonna frame the photo or you know i mean the drawing uh but i'm gonna have him draw up another, a new tattoo design and then um yeah it looks like uh what was the date it was july 20th i think yeah. I'm you were scheduled. gonna have
0: uh, some red put in there too right yeah the yeah
1: so there it's a tree yeah and um and we'll post pictures and some video on on facebook once we get everything and possibly instagram too uh once we actually go down to the tattoo place amy's gonna be coming with me and uh she's gonna be my right you are coming with me right yes, yes. i
0: wouldn't miss it for the world Fuck yes <laughs> so yeah. um
1: you know the funny thing is is i was telling my mom I, I so friday was my birthday and that was the whole reason why i went down to uh the tattoo place for all you listeners i I wanted to get the tattoo that day, but they're like, oh, we don't have any openings. It's going to be a while before we can get you in. I was like, "Ah, shit. Okay. Anyway, so I was talking to my mom that day and uh, I was telling her about it and she's like, oh, you're getting a tattoo. I don't like tattoos on women. Tattoos are for men. And she was just like going on and on. I'm like, come on, mom. So mom's not happy about it and, you know, it is what it is, but uh, I'm excited. So that's coming up um then uh later on in the week we took a hike up to manastash lake
0: manastash
1: manastash lake yeah it's um kind of north east no northwest of ellensburg washington it's a very very awesome hike it's tough the hike that you went with us on yeah. was nothing <laughs> compared oh, to this shit. So, you know, the steep part that yeah. we went on. Yeah. Yeah. It was the majority of the hike was like that. <laughs> well, Dang. I mean, it wasn't that steep. It was, it was, but it was steep. Um, it was a 2000 uh, or 2100 foot elevation climb. Wow. So um, yeah, it, but it was four miles up and then four, four miles down. Um, there was a, a lake kind of midway called Lost Lake and then uh, took us up to Manassas Lake after that. Wow. And it was awesome. It, it was tough. I hurt so bad. And I was so tired afterwards. But it was a really, really good hike. But other than that, just, you know, work. Um, work sucks. <laughs> 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 but, you know, I like my job, but it's... Uh... Work is work. Work is work. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And I and I w- wish I could do this full time because... This is my dream job now. Um, we should probably turn our phones off.
0: <laughs> yeah, I apologize. That's my <laughs> Sorry. fault. M-
1: mine was on too. And actually, my volume is completely up on my computer. I should probably turn that down. Because if I get any notifications, that's going to come up. Um,
0: what about you? What have you been up to? Have you been doing any new paintings? I have, absolutely. That's what I kind of wanted to talk about. So I recently, since I quit my job, other than doing the podcast with you and doing my blog, um, I reopened my art studio um, when I was about, I want to say, 13 years old. Um, I decided it would be a good idea to take my artwork to the next level and start selling it and make some side money and whatnot. And so I named my studio Junkyard Graffiti. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world because um, that's what I that's what I started out doing as a kid is making uh, graffiti sketches and scaling scaling. <laughs> selling them to my friends and then they they would they would take those around sunnyside and tag shit up nice um but that was bad and so i went well i can do other things and so i started doing uh like tattoo sketches um but all my friends were too young to actually get tattoos and so i told myself i have to give more of like a professional i don't know outlook people think that i'm more of a professional than just some kid doing drawings and so that's why i started this studio um when I got married and had kids, decided I needed to get a real job, um, I left all that behind. And so now that I'm not working, um, I needed some kind of a another outlet to just be myself. And I've always done my art. And so uh, I reopened Junkyard Graffiti and restarted up the Facebook page and did all that. And since then, it's just been blowing the hell up. Um, I started with just selling a couple paintings here and there to people that I knew, but then they told people that they knew and they were like, Hey, we heard you did this painting for my friend, you know, them and, um, started asking me for requests. I got this really cute, uh, gay couple that was like, we want something like gay pride next month is pride month, which well now it's this month. It's June. Um, but this is back in May and they were like, we want like something gay pride. And so, uh, we did like a rainbow lion and whatnot, but then I hit like this dead spot, Um. once all these, you know, I had a bunch of people asking for paintings and then I had a dead spot where nobody wanted anything anymore. You know, Mm -hmm. everyone had told who they were going to tell. And so I had to come up with some sort of a way to get the studio some exposure. And so I took all my spray paint supplies up to um, Sarge Hubbard Park here in Yakima. And I posted on Facebook like, hey, um, we're out here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm going to be painting. Come see me. And, uh, I posted it on like one of the yard sale sites or something like that on Facebook. And a bunch of people were like, holy shit, that's cool. And, um, out of like the 20 or 30 people that liked and commented and and whatnot, um, only one ended up actually showing up. Mm -hmm. Um, but I got a bunch of requests for paintings after the fact. So even though I only had one person show up to the, the little pop-up thing, um, I had a I got a bunch of new customers now. That's awesome. And did anybody so,
1: stop by while you were in the middle of painting? The people walk by.
0: Oh yeah, tons of people like to sit and watch, but it's a park and so nobody really brings cash with them that sort right. of thing. Um so it was it was a good idea, but it wasn't a total fail, you know, either. Right. Um and it did get me some exposure. What I'm really looking forward to um is next month uh, in July, I think it's the like the 6th, 7th and 8th. Um there's a festival that goes on right. right by my house at Franklin Park, and uh, we're gonna have a booth there for the weekend. So mm-hmm. that'll be great. So come on and, out. Yeah, and you better come with me. Oh, I'm coming. <laughs> you gotta sell some of your paintings. I know I got
1: to get. I uh, yeah, she got me into it, and
0: yeah, I'm yeah. gonna
1: try and sell some. I need. I need to get better though. I'm not that great at it yet.
0: You're good. You're really good. I mean, you gotta consider you've never done anything like that ever before.
1: I mean, I've painted, and painted, but. Not like
0: yeah. I'm not that great. I spray mean spray <laughs> paint art's different. It is definitely different. So yeah. it's fun. Anyway, that's what I've been doing. Well great.
1: Well, so um let's get into our topic, uh, body image. Um so this was a topic that we discussed that we thought was really important for um all of you ladies and even some of you guys out there, um, you know, body image is a really big thing right now in the media, um, just in general public, you know, people are talking about it. Um, there's a big thing about uh, fat shaming and body shaming. Um, so we thought that this would be a really good topic to talk about and to maybe hopefully put a little bit of humor into it because, you know, I'm a jerk. <laughs> hey,
0: I am I'm too. a little bit of a jerk. So
1: I, I'm going to make fun of people. <laughs> But uh, and I'll make fun of myself too while, while we're at it yeah. but, um, uh, so uh, one of the things that I posted on Instagram I don't know how many of you guys saw it um, I posted a picture of a gal that I found on I did find it on Google image um, but this picture that I posted had um, different like writings and sayings on her body I'm going to pull it up here really quick so I can kind of read some of them to you Um, you know, so it has a picture of her in shorts and like a tube top and it says, you know, too bony pointing to her collarbone, not, not good enough. Um, ugly, too fat. And it's got a broken heart, um, in the center of her chest. Um, not talented, not skinny, not smart enough. Don't judge, not pretty enough, uh, too wide, like right at her hips. So the reason why I posted this here is because, you know, I'm sure most girls can relate to all those things and things that they've thought about themselves or things that other people have said to them. Um, I know that I've, I've had some um, body image issues for myself. Um, For the most part, I'm fairly confident. I mean, I'm, I'm a chubby girl, (laughs) but um, I'm, I'm fairly confident with who I am and um, what I look like. So um, to be a kind of honest I'm I'm a little bit vain when I shouldn't be um, <laughs> but uh, at the same time you know I do have those thoughts you know those thoughts that uh, oh my gosh my my gut is so fat you know I've got all these rolls and or I got you know I have all these stretch marks for my kids and you know it's like how do
0: how do we cope with that you know well I'm kind of like you where you know I'm I'm really confident with myself and with who I am and with how I look um but i wasn't always that way uh I've talked a little bit about on some of our other podcasts. you know I was pregnant as a teenager and and whatnot, so my body changed very early on i didn't have that you know hot, tight teenage body for very long before you know it kind of got destroyed and I don't want to say destroyed because that's a bad thing um because I don't feel like I was destroyed in any way, but I'm definitely not the same um <laughs> You definitely don't have that hot, teenage-tight body. Yeah, right. (laughs) I know I don't. (laughs) Um, I remember during pregnancy is hard enough because uh, what I hated the most, (laughs) I had these, like, okay, I'm going to get personal here. Before pregnancy, I had these cute little round nipples. And after pregnancy, like during, they turned into these, like, silver dollar pancake size nipples and they Saucer got nipples right and they got like dark like dark dark mm-hmm. like you know right yeah like ser- silver dollar pancakes but they just kept cooking them <laughs> you know <laughs> like that and um so that was like my first like oh no are they gonna stay that way you know and that's one thing Um, that I've I've
1: had struggled with um is you know my my breasts changing after having kids yeah um I I I I'm totally with you on that and you know I've I've kind of thrown around the idea of getting um a boob job done and and then I'm like (sighs) but then they'd be fake right I don't want to be that I don't know. I mean, like,
0: I have friends that have had it done, and they look amazing. They look great. You might have to hook me up with their doctor, because not that my nipples are big old silver dollars anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Mine are. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, things are definitely different. I've got mom boobs. (laughs) If you've ever had, you know, a baby, or if you are pregnant, you know that when you get pregnant, your boobs get really big, you know? Yeah. But then they, like... They deflate. They, do, they do go down. They deflate yeah. after a while, especially
1: after you lose weight. So, I have kind of been in this thing um where I go up and down in my weight, you know. I, I do really really great and and I'm exercising and I'm, and right now I'm kind of in that mode right now because I'm doing all the hiking that I'm doing and so I'm starting to lose weight. And I know I notice the first place I lose it is my chest.
0: What the hell is with that? <laughs> what the hell? Uh, you know, I you're- Aren't aren't our boobs just like big, big fat sacks? Yeah, big fat sacks. <laughs> yeah, fat sacks. <laughs> okay, but well, what about but, what about butts? Because when women talk about losing weight, it's like you know you lose it in your boobs, but then it all falls to your ass. I can't rel- um, I can't relate because mine's always kind of been the same. My mom, mine's always been big. I've
1: always had a big butt. So, uh, and you know I, I don't mind having a big butt. I mean as long as I'm proportionate. Um, I don't mind it you know I don't want to be like Kim Kardashian or something have these like pencil legs with this giant ass um, but you know my my butt I, I don't I don't like my my white hips you know like saddlebags you know stuff like that I, I want to get rid of those but um, I
0: don't know my I like my butt I like big butts I do too I, and cannot, I cannot lie, lie. <laughs> I know Nicki Minaj is my idol I don't like I her. I am. I am. I would be a lesbian for Nicki Minaj. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think she's gross. <sighs> I, I don't like her. her. I love her. We have. You have bad taste in women. Mm. No,
1: no, that chick from Vikings, the blonde chick, Lagartha, I think her name is from Vi- I've never seen oh, Vikings. She's gorgeous. She is gorgeous. Her and um, Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman. Those two are beautiful. I'm with you on Wonder Woman, but Nicki Minaj. Oh. All right. What about Cardi know. B? I don't even know who that is.
0: You don't know who Cardi B is? No. We can't be friends anymore. She is. She is. Okay. How do you spell it? I take it? it back. I don't like Nicki Minaj as much as I like Cardi B. Oh, I found it. Hold Did on. Did you Google her? Oh, it's a rapper. I don't listen to yes. that shit. <gasps> what? I was bumping trap music on the way here. No. Yeah. Cardi no. Cardi B's like the Selena of trap music. She to me looks like uh I think she's a Dominican. Hooker. Okay, well then I like hookers, I guess. Oh. Yeah. And they're both very plastic. Yeah, but I don't super but I plastic. don't know necessarily that that's what I would want to look like. And is this technically, I guess, body shaming cuz they're plastic?
1: You know, it might be,
0: but um that's what I'm here for. That's the whole reason why I wanted to do this. This reminds me of our our uh racism podcast where we were a little bit racist. We were a little bit racist. But Even some uh, of the comments we received, you know, were a little bit racist. The
1: thing is though is it's the whole the whole body shaming thing. Um I think it's 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 a touchy subject because of the fact that it really depends on the person that you're comparing and the person who is doing the comparing. You know, it it's just because we all compare. Yeah, you're lying we're if all, you say we that you all don't judge. Yeah. Everybody judges and and yeah, if if you say you don't, you are a liar.
0: Sad. Liar. Sad it's liar. on fire. Um what about the fact, okay? I I was asking people this week, you know, if they've ever had any like body shaming or fat shaming experiences, whatever. And um I was talking to people that I thought might have those experiences. So to put it direct, I was talking to people that were overweight, mm-hmm. okay? talking to fat people. Yeah. Um, and there's a gal that I was talking to who, you know, privacy reasons, not going to shout her out. Um, she does listen to the podcast. She said, you know, she is a big girl. She goes, I'm 400 and I forget some pounds. She's a big girl. And she goes, I have lots of support groups like on Instagram that I use to help me feel better about myself. She goes, they share pictures of themselves in like two-piece bikinis and, you know, things like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, she goes, but people have this misconception that um, skinny people aren't allowed to talk about the whole body image or, y- right, you know, right. like body shaming type subject. Because they're skinny. Like they're the ideal uh human figure or whatever um and so I hadn't really thought about that I guess um well here's the issue is that everybody has that self-conscious
1: um personality where they're not not everybody is 100% comfortable with their body there are things about my body that I definitely want to and am working towards changing and you know I am comfortable with me and I know I am who I am and but at the same time, I want to be a better me. So those people that are thin, I'm i am going to take somebody, for example, I'm not going to say her name because I don't want to, um, I don't, I don't want, same thing, you know, privacy. And I, I, ha- I didn't talk to this person before mentioning this. Um, she is um, absolutely gorgeous. You know, you, you pick anybody off the street and you just show her to them and they're like, holy shit, well, how is she not famous in Hollywood right now? And, um, the problem is, is that she has, um, she has a little bit of, uh, I wouldn't say a body image problem, but she is self-conscious about her stomach area. And mainly because she has a hernia. Hmm. Um, I wouldn't have known it unless she told me, uh, because her stomach looks fat. She's toned. I mean, she is like, I mean, she is fit and her arms are just like, boom, you know, super muscular. She's gorgeous. Um, she's very slender, very athletic, but she has that, she, you know, she's always complaining that her stomach is, you know, bulging out. I don't see it, but she sees it. So we're all going to see our own imperfections. So everybody has that right to feel that way about themselves, you know, right. cause we don't know everything that's going on with that person, but that's just the way I feel.
0: Right. There is a guy that I knew <clears throat> back when we lived in North Carolina, um, and he super skinny guy. I mean super skinny. He was probably like five foot nine, so really close to six foot tall mm-hmm. um, but real thin. and he was always super insecure about the fact that he wasn't muscular. Like he wasn't a mm. man or he wasn't manly because he didn't have muscles and he was skinny. And um, uh, we did like rent a room to him for a little while. Um, he lived with us for like two months because he didn't have a place to stay. And that's when I really learned that about him and he was covered in tattoos this guy and what he said was is that he um liked to put his tattoos on his body um different things that he thought were great or that he appreciated he had one of like texas on his neck he had this huge like um can't remember if it was like an eagle or a raven or something some kind of a bird across his chest Mm -hmm. um And it looked great and he said that the reason he did body art is because it makes him feel better about the fact that he doesn't have muscles he puts tattoos where he's the most insecure Hmm. and um he was a really thin guy i do remember that and so um, i thought that that was interesting speaking of of like male insecurities um, or body shaming things um, besides like not being muscular enough or anything um, dudes have a huge issue with their penis size like that's that's a topic um, that gets joked about all the time and so I was going to ask you because mm-hmm. I ask all my friends and I've never asked you this does size matter? to an extent yes it does and and I mean we've had a conversation about
1: this on a previous podcast about a guy that was literally itty bitty, itty bitty. <laughs> um, it, it does matter to an extent and, and here's the thing though is that it's gonna matter it's gonna matter to somebody individually it's not it's not gonna matter collectively um as a whole and for women um but uh you know individually if they're biologically not compatible it's not gonna work you know you know a guy that's gonna be this big he needs a very small girl <laughs> you know what i mean she's i'm a big girl up, she's holding yeah. up her pinky for the record <laughs> you know uh so you know so yeah to an extent yeah i think it does matter but at the same time collectively as a whole no it doesn't
0: there's someone out there for everybody exactly yes definitely um what about body hair because we have talked about this also <laughs> on a previous podcast so i told you <laughs> uh steven's very hairy right he's a Jesse's sasquatch per- of Jesse's a man pretty hairy <laughs> what do you think because you know, guys are self-conscious about
1: that like too much hair or hair on their ass i or... I, I don't mind it i mean i don't know i I'd, i prefer hair over no hair i mean if i wanted to be with a hairless person i'd be with a woman you know what i mean <laughs> but, hey but i hey i'm pretty fucking hairy too okay <laughs> <laughs> no that's true i do know some pretty hairy girls but <laughs> but uh you know i no, i but you know what i mean i i expect it you know, I I expect hair on a man, so it doesn't bother yeah. me. You know, Jesse Jesse's uh, sorry, honey. I'm I'm throwing you under the bus here, but um, he's got a pretty hairy back. You know, and and it's all starting to travel south. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> he's always had a that lower p- back patch. You know, and I've always teased him about it, but it doesn't bother me. It doesn't. You know, and he's got a very hairy chest, very hairy chest, and I don't. I I would rather have that than a bald chest um
0: especially if it's shaved. <laughs> sorry, that's gross. Are we talking like Austin Powers, Harry, uh, or like not- like Simon oh. Cowell, Harry? <laughs> <laughs> Probably
1: more like Simon Cowell, Harry, not quite Austin Powers-ish. Um <clears throat> I don't know, he's pretty hair. I mean, you know right right here, right the you know that little that sp- hole, hole in your, your collarbone, in your, Yeah. Right there, he'll kind of, he'll trim it up and shave it, and he shaves his neck, and you know, I shave the back of his neck for him, and sometimes I'll shave his shoulders for him, just to make it more comfortable. Uh, But, uh, you know, a couple times we tried waxing and shaving his chest, and then I'm like, nah. Waxing, Uh, fun. Oh, I made him bleed. It was bad.
0: It was so bad. He's like,
1: never again.
0: Don't touch me. (laughs) (laughs) You made me bleed. 40-year-old virgin, that's what that reminds me of. (laughs) Kelly Clarkson. (laughs) Kelly. (laughs) <laughs> i haven't seen that
1: movie in forever yeah. but yeah it's um so body hair to me i mean it comes it comes with the territory so it's not some i'm definitely not grossed out by it um i actually prefer hair um i, I don't uh, to me like that bare skin reminds me of number one boys or females and it doesn't – It I don't find it attractive.
0: Well, that's another thing is there are guys, uh, as far as body image goes, who feel like um, they're too feminine, I guess. Have you ever – I've never actually met a guy that I thought I've never, was too feminine. I, n- I even know gay guys that I would argue are not even feminine. Um, I've never
1: run into anybody that have specifically complained to me or, you know, ex- said that they thought they were too feminine. i never – I've never run into that situation, but um I don't know. I mean, I could I I mean, I do I do know of one person in particular. I'm going to use another example of somebody I'm not going to name. Um he's a v- small guy. Um he's in his, you know, late 20s and he's not not very tall. Um he's very slender uh and he's been wanting to bulk up and he's been you know, doing things to try to and bulk up, watching what he's eating and stuff and I and I and I explained to him, I said, you know, if you want to bulk up, you need to eat more.
0: Yeah. Carbs. The, 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 carbs you need, are you need
1: to eat a lot of carbs, a lot of protein and and then work out. Because if you're eating stuff like salads and, and stuff like that, you're just gonna get thinner. Um and so he does have a little bit of a and he, he did explain to me that he had a bit of a body image issue, um, because he thought he was too skinny. Um, but That's really the only time that I've really run into anybody who is seriously self-conscious about that. I mean, I'm sure I've, I know of many other people that feel that way, but they've never expressed that to me.
0: I Uh, knew a guy in school, um, but no one else. I knew one guy in school. Um, and he was very, he was like a late bloomer. mm -hmm. Um, and I knew him up until we were both about 20. Yeah. Um, just because we had moved and everything. I, I lost touch, but, uh. Even up to twenty years old, he still was like, I I would describe him as like boyish. He just it looked like he hadn't really. That's kind of how Jesse was yet. actually because when I first met Jesse, I, he was twenty.
1: Let's see, I was nineteen. He's three years older than me, so he was like twenty one ish, somewhere in that twenty two. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, he was like that too. He was. He was. He looked really. Well, I mean, I guess at that time he didn't, I don't know. I look at pictures like from his senior year and he looks like he was 12. (laughs) Um, But when I met him, he, you know, he was able to grow a beard. And if he had a beard, he looked older. But if he shaved that beard off, I mean, he looked really, really young. So yeah, that's kind of how Jesse was as well.
0: Yeah. And this guy, you know, I wouldn't really describe him as as feminine, just boyish, kind of like that. You know, like it just looks like he hadn't really hit puberty yet, but he really took it as, you know, I feel like I'm too girly to get huh. a girl or whatever. And it's like, I don't know, chicks dig a feminine side, like if you feel that way, use it.
1: Yeah, um, use it to your advantage because right. the whole sensitivity thing, you know, girls like it to an extent. I yeah. mean girls like men to be men. Right. For the most part. But um
0: Yeah, but there are some girls that really look for that.
1: That yeah. sensitivity is kinda yeah. needed in relationships too.
0: For sure. And so yeah, I thought I thought of him. Um, I was trying to look, like, online for different um, perspectives on, like, body image and, and how we feel about ourselves and where those insecurities stem from and whatnot. And everybody goes back to high school, mm-hmm. you know, and thinks about what they used to look like and how they felt about themselves back then. It was either you felt really great about yourself back then and you feel like you've your body's just gone to shit now um, or the exact opposite, which mm-hmm. is, you know... Man, I was ugly in high school. <laughs> well, and I feel great about myself now. And there's like a right. a gray area, I guess, somewhere in the middle. Um which one do you fall in? I I think I'm in the gray area, and the reason
1: being is because like I said, I've been kind of one of those up and down weight. I mean, and I've been like this all throughout my life, you know, for the most part as a child, I was like this scrawny little um just super scrawny. Um, when I, when I hit my teens and started going through puberty, you know, my weight went up and down and it was something that I really had to, I felt like I had to watch, I guess. And I think all girls kind of feel that way too. Cause they start forming hips and breasts and, yeah. um, and for some reason, all, all of my fat just goes right to my gut and my hips. I, I, those, those are the two main points that, um, everything goes, uh, my thighs, I guess. Not really my hips, my thighs. Uh, but anyway, um, and so going through high school, I don't know. I didn't really feel insecure, but I didn't really feel like overly secure either. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah. I just kind of was. Um, there was times where I felt really good about myself, and then other times that I was just like, whatever. Uh, but now, I mean, I definitely I'm, I'm way bigger than I was in high school, of course. Um, you know, I was, you know. 120 pounds most of you know between 120 and 140 pounds all throughout high school whatnot um but and then by the time I graduated I was about 130 uh met Jesse got introduced to fast fast food and pizza and you know I I mean I I knew what it was I just never ate it I always ate home-cooked meals and ate fairly healthy but um and then you know moving in with Jesse that's all we ate just junk food fast food and did you ever struggle with acne? uh no i've I, well, I did have you know like back acne when I was younger um it it wasn't like it wasn't horrible, but for the most part I've been really really lucky with with my skin i have um i i literally use soap to wash my skin, and that's it and then I just recently started moisturizing within the last few years.
0: You're one of the lucky ones. I am
1: very lucky. I and I know I'm lucky because I have siblings that have struggled with acne. Um I've had a lot of a lot of friends who have struggled with acne and they're like, "How do you keep your skin so clear?" and I'm like, well, I don't no, I'm just lucky, I guess because I don't do yeah. anything. I don't I've never really maintained my skin until recently. Um I and then even still I really don't I don't wash my makeup off at, at the end of the night and I know I should, especially getting at my age, you know, I'm I'm pushing 40, so I really should be paying attention to that. Um, but no, no, it's one thing that I've been really lucky with.
0: I've always had acne. I still have it. I yeah. complain about it a
1: lot. I um, was going to mention today though, and this was off the podcast that I was going to mention it. Your skin looks really, really clear today. Oh, thanks. It looks really, really nice. I've,
0: my problem with acne, um, is it's more of a <coughs> internal to external thing. So most people mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well I don't wash my face enough or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and for me it doesn't matter what I do on the outside. Um, mine comes from the inside. So some people know, some don't. If you follow my blog, I've, I've talked about it a little bit. Um, I might talk about it more in the future. But uh, I suffer from chronic kidney disease. And so um, I have kidney stones sometimes and things like that. But besides that, I never really attributed my acne to it. Um, but there was one doctor's appointment where uh, it was really out of control and I was like, is there anything we can do for my acne, by the way? And he was like, oh, really, not really. Um, He goes, that's actually a symptom of your kidney disease. Um, Part of your kidney's job is to uh, clean toxins, I guess, from your body. And um, a lot of that junk stays in me because mine don't work that great. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's trying to leave my body through my pores instead. And so that's where a lot of my acne comes from. And so um i've been like water logging myself <laughs> drinking water all the time it's good um not just when i'm thirsty but you know when i feel like it's important to do it you know before bed early in the morning before every meal after every meal that kind of thing and so water helps um but there's not much i can do about mine and so yeah acne's been something that i've struggled with since i was you know prepubescent yeah to now um speaking of skin though there was one thing i wanted to talk about um my sister-in-law used to date this guy um and i'm not going to mention his name but if she's (laughs) listening she's going to know exactly who i'm talking about um and And if he's listening he might know too (laughs) oh yeah he's gonna know um he was kind of an asshole so i don't care um i'm gonna say his name anyway i guess he's i think he's in prison now so it doesn't doesn't matter i'm gonna say his name he's in prison and he gets Mm. out and comes after (laughs) you i mean mean, we're friends and all but i can't protect you against everybody no i'm just kidding (laughs) so his his name was santos Mm. i didn't even know if that was his real name because and it was santos but anyway um he used to wear this really big puffy like black coat it was like those you know what I'm talking about? Those uh-huh. big, like, Eskimo ones They make you look like the Michelin Man? Yeah. Okay. It was one of those, and it was black. And he would wear this thing year-round, and... Was he a gangster? Yeah, and he tried to be. I mean, he was like a... He, he was a wannabe gangster. He was a <laughs> wankster. A <laughs> wankster. <laughs> he, uh, you know, he thought he was a thug. He thought he was cool, but he was just, you know, another one of the Mexican kids from down the street. And... He, uh, but the reason he would wear this huge coat is because he, you know, had dark skin, and he's caught shit all his life, because in the summertime, he gets even darker, um, and Steven's the same way. Uh, before I talk about Steve, though, I want to finish talking about this guy, because it would be, in Sunnyside, we get really hot summers in Sunnyside, mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking 110, 112 degrees sometimes, um, really hot, and... Even in the middle of summer, he would have this black fucking coat on. And it's like, he would be dripping sweat. And it's like, dude, take it off. Like, what's wrong with you? You're you're going to give yourself heat stroke. Right. But he refused because he knew how dark he would get. And had, so he,
1: had he heard of sunscreen?
0: Uh, right. I don't know. It doesn't work the <laughs> same for dark skinned people, unfortunately. Um, it, I know mm. like, okay, like Steve. Now I'll start talking about Steve. That's a good segue there. Um, sunscreen doesn't do shit for Steve. Don't know why. Does he not? He still, does he burn? Or he, he won't burn. Um, he just gets darker. And from what I understand, because um, it's been explained to me before, but I'm not a good explainer backer person. Explainer backer person. Um, <laughs> the, I guess when you have dark skin, it's because you have a uh, what's it called? Like melatonin. Mel- melatonin. No, not melatonin. Mm-hmm. That's stuff that makes you go to sleep. Um, <laughs> that's right. My, I think my sister takes that. Um, um but it's, it starts with an M and yep. it's what, it's like what's in your freckles and what gives your eyes, their brown pigment and your hair, dark color, that kind of thing. And in dark skinned people, that's what's in their skin. And, um, when the sun hits it, it makes it worse. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So like my mom, who's super fair skinned, she's covered in freckles because, um, you know, she didn't use sunscreen for a long time and she developed a whole bunch of freckles from it and that's from that property. melanin melanin there you go <laughs> you googled it didn't, did didn't you yeah. google it damn you <laughs> anyway um so from what i understand even if you use sunscreen you're still gonna get darker like you're not gonna it, burn it, it keeps but, you from
1: burning but if you right. have dark
0: skin you're probably not gonna burn anyway so what the hell's the use because if i
1: use sunscreen and like i've like i've said previously another i think i've said it in other podcasts I'm, my skin is basically translucent i'm extremely white even when i tan i'm still really white um if i use sunscreen it doesn't uh, like
0: nothing i i won't even get a tan like hmm. it yeah for me um i've come up with a system i have a system now because yeah please do tell them i get i get sunburned i do my skin will burn um but my sunburn always turns into this gorgeous like mocha latte sexy tan nice and so i used to do sunscreen and whatnot and like gradually build a tan over time um but i figured if i burn once in the summer then I get the tan, and then I don't burn anymore. And uh-huh. so I'll use sunscreen if I really need it, like when we went hiking a couple right. weeks ago. Because um, I haven't had any sun exposure, and my legs are super white. Um, but besides that, you know, I burnt a little bit that day and the day before from Evelyn's birthday party. And so um, my tan's in and ready to go. So I can get all the sun I want now. And that's, that's my system. I'll burn once, and then slough off the sunburn. And then be and then gorgeous, you're nice and yeah, I'm pro- lusciously golden. Right, I'm probably gonna get skin cancer. I'm really, you
1: know, you know, there is actually a new uh, study that shows that the sun is not what causes skin cancer. Bullshit! It is sunscreen, and you know what? I believe that shit. I don't. People have been out living out in the sun for millennia.
0: Are you one of those people that believe vaccines give kids autism? No. Too? Okay. I do believe that it may cause it to um, be more
1: common. Right. But I don't think that that's where it stems from because. Yeah, I'm not. I don't want to get that's into that a that's shit. a topic. That's a whole, whole new topic. But I am going to judge you hard because you me, believe bitch.
0: sunscreen causes <laughs> no. <gives you> sunburn.
1: <laughs> not sunburn, skin cancer. Oh, oh skin that's right. Cancer. That, so okay. here's the thing. You Still know, don't you, believe you, it. <laughs> well, I don't know. I I need to read more on the study. But, um, I was going to say though, I am so incredibly jealous of those that can tan and tan well. And the reason being is because when I tan. I look like I'm fucking dirty. I don't... <laughs> it doesn't go evenly. So, like, in my creases and stuff, it'll get darker. So, it looks like I got dirt in, like, you know, your smile creases and shit.
0: That's where all your melanin's at.
1: Yeah. I don't want it. <laughs> and so, it, I look I look freaking dirty. So, I, I actually... I don't avoid the sun, but um, I do try not to... I try not to tan because... I don't like the way I look tan and I wish I had very even skin tone when it comes to that, because I see all these people that with the tan or dark skin, I love dark skin. I think it's so beautiful and it just looks so
0: pretty, but you like even in the summertime. He turns, I don't, like your husband like hmm? that. I'm sorry. He's hot. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I'm not attracted to your husband in the slightest. Ha- have you ever seen our wedding photos? No. Okay.
1: But your husband you a to. huge dork, I'm sorry to yeah, tell you. he is.
0: But that's why I like him. We balance each other out because, you know, yeah. I'm not as much of a dork and he is the dork. I'm never bored. Yeah. If, you know, yeah that's oh, a no, plus. I know, I know what
1: you mean. <laughs> our Our life is...
0: Your husband Extremely is kind crazy. of a dork
1: too, you know, <laughs> but he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen him with his beard all groomed and his hair freshly cut? And mm. Same thing with Steve. Steve's yeah, got I, that,
0: that, like, I don't see it in Steve. The, but what's that I guess name it's a good thing. It's yeah. a good
1: thing that we're not attracted to each other's husbands. Yeah, that would make our friendship
0: <laughs> really awkward. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, back to the, I, I have to ask you, if you've never seen our wedding photos, you need to because Steve that summer got so dark you can't even tell it's Stephen. Really? Like our kids see those pictures and it's like, "Mommy, who's that black man?" And <laughs> yeah, and it's like, "Who'd you get married to?" And it's like, "That's your dad." <laughs> you know, don't say those things. <laughs> not not that I'm against being married to a black man or anything. You know, I dig black guys. I think they're hot. But you know, right? Um, oh, you should listen to our racist podcast if you haven't yet. Yeah. Anyway, we get kind of racist in it. We do. I think we said that already. Yeah, <laughs> we apologize. And we're kind of body shaming in the body shaming podcast as yeah. well. But yeah, Steve got so dark and he was also very insecure about that. He always has been insecure really? about that. Yeah, and he, he gets a farmer stand too. So Steve's a hard oh. wo- Steve's a hardworking guy. He'll do anything to support our family. There's never been a time in our family where we haven't <clears throat> been supported like, he, we've always had a roof over our heads and food in our belly. No matter how he needs to do it, he'll get it done. And so that summer in particular, when we got married, he was out working in the sun, um, installing, like, copper or something like that for, for new full mines, that kind of thing, out mm-hmm. in the middle of fucking nowhere where there was no shade. So, yeah, that's that's why he got that dark that summer. And he gets, like, this farmer's tan. And, yeah, it was bad. And he gets very insecure about that.
1: Jesse, Jesse gets a pretty gnarly farmer's tan he's got the you know the red neck going on he doesn't turn he doesn't tan really he he's always like a red tone his tan is like a red color and so his neck turns like really bright red and he's got that line from his t-shirt or his polo or whatever he's wearing and then always right above the right above the elbows is his tan line and he, he will go swimming or whatever and like the farmer tan is just like insane because when his ar- his arms get so dark like i like this is dark for me and i don't i mean maybe i'll have to post a picture of how how pale i am <laughs> uh but um she is a white woman i
0: i mean look at look how yeah you're, yeah like
1: you're super dark and i'm
0: i am not compared to me i'm fair-skinned you this are is, fair-skinned but you're the dark beginning compared to me is the beginning and I, of my I'm, beautiful out, I'm outside
1: again. like all the time but yeah um yeah, so I don't know if he gets self-conscious taking his shirt off though in that situation like with that farmer's tan.
0: What about when it comes but, to sex? Does it ever bother you? Like he's all he's all does
1: it bother lined me?
0: up. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> what about him? I don't does think he so feel self-conscious about I don't it?
1: think so. I don't think I, either one of us really felt self-conscious about um w- with each other. I don't know. I I, I mean we take shits in front of each other for god's sake so i mean
0: <laughs> we do too i've told I mean, you the story
1: yeah i mean it's it's not like it's i don't know i don't know i i, I think we we've always felt fairly com comfortable yeah um and you're both
0: adults and you've come well past that breaking the barrier point
1: yeah and i don't think i i've, I've ever felt like that really i mean I don't I would never walk outside naked I wouldn't even walk outside in a freaking bikini I've never worn a bikini and I never will ever ever I'm gonna make you wear one no no it won't happen trust me will (laughs) not not? happen I you know that's one thing that um I don't feel comfortable in I, I I have a I have a belief that if you don't feel comfortable in what you're wearing don't wear it I agree and the reason being is because that is going to reflect on how you act and how you carry yourself and it's going to cause more body image issues for you, um, you know, but you know, like speaking of, okay, I, I'm going to, I'm going to segue into um, a different topic um, based on, on body image. You know, you see these very, very large girls wearing leggings or, um, you know, the yoga pants and whatnot. I wear them. I'm wearing yoga time. pants right now. I, I'm not wearing mine right now just because I had to go to my daughter's little kindergarten graduation thing. So I, I'm wearing jeans at the moment. But real pants. Um, I thought about changing them, but I didn't. Anyway, you know. And so th- that's like the biggest thing that I hear as far as body shaming goes is people saying, "Oh, she's too fat to wear that." And the only time that I think that somebody's too fat to wear something is number one, if It's exposing her as far as, you know, she's wearing the wrong size and they're so freaking see-through that you can see everything and it's making other people feel uncomfortable. Number one, okay? So for all you big girls out there, keep that in mind. If you bend over and I can see your butthole, you should probably (laughs) change your pants. Number two, um, if you don't feel comfortable with what you're wearing, like I said. If that's making you feel uncomfortable, then don't wear it. I guarantee you if you don't feel comfortable, you don't feel sexy, or you don't feel attractive, it's going to reflect on how other people look at you as well. And on the opposite side, though, um, if you do feel attractive in what you're wearing, then wear it. You know, I have a friend that is um, a plus size gal, and she's beautiful. And she wears like, I love her. And if you're listening, I love you. I'm not going to say your name, Um, but sometimes you dress like a hooker, but it's freaking (laughs) hot. Like she can pull it off. I mean, she looks freaking hot and she's a big girl, but she's confident and you can see that confidence in her. And that's what makes it hot. I think that's what makes it attractive, right? If I wore something like that, I'd be trying to cover up or I'd be hiding or I'd be, you know, you would be able to tell that I'm not comfortable. And because of that, it would be
0: extremely unattractive. Does that make sense? It does. You make me think of, okay, first pregnancy with Daniel. I was, I, I've always ever worn bikinis, right? Swimming, everything. Um, and so when I was pregnant with Daniel, um, middle of the summer, my friend goes, hey, let's go swimming. Let's go to the city pool, whatever. And I tried to put on um, my pre-pregnancy bikini, cute little blue and black bikini. I love the shit out of that thing. Um, but I put it on and pregnancy does things to you that make you not look good (laughs) and i looked like i looked like a can of busted biscuits have you ever like (laughs) gone to pop like yeah, a thing I think of crescent <laughs> rolls, Pillsbury crescent rolls. <laughs> so you look like That's, you look yeah. like my gut looks right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I looked like, and it's like I didn't have anything else I could wear. All I owned was bikinis, and yeah, I was like, okay, not this one. And so I I had a couple more like in my drawer, like the old ones that I didn't like as much anymore, um, but none of them fit. I uh-huh. just I look like shit, and um, I decided I would put. I had like this almost sheer blue robe and it's like I'll wear this with it but that didn't wrap all the way around my belly um I ended up not going because I was super uncomfortable it was it's like you said you know like you know it you're not going to be comfortable in it and if you do wear it out it's going to change the way that you present yourself and Mm -hmm. how you act and just how you feel and yeah that's
1: but I've seen girls don't do it if you're not I've I've seen
0: girls that look like that where, where they have that
1: they have that uh the roles Exposed and the way they carry themselves, even though they're overweight, even though they're, you know, they have those flaws, I guess you could say. They still, th- they still have an attractiveness about them, and I think it's that confidence. And yeah, I think that's for sure. the biggest thing. And you know, when it comes to body shaming, I- I'm going to get kind of serious here. Uh, when it comes to body shaming, uh, for all you out there, you know, when people start, you know, either making fun of you or whispering. Just keeping that confidence um, and loving who you really are, that's what's really going to matter. And if you are com- uncomfortable with who you are, then the only thing that you can do is change it. And it's not hard. You know, there are support groups out there that help um, help people either lose or gain weight. There's um, also so many different apps. Oh my gosh, so many different apps on um, like Google Play or even iTunes or, you know, or the, the Apple Store or whatever that are free that you yeah. can get to help um like exercise and eating right and <clears throat> and whatnot. So um yeah, I mean just look into that stuff if that's something that you feel like you want to change. And that's something that I've been doing, you know. I I haven't really been super strict on it. I'm not I'm still not eating as well as I should be, but you know, I'm really trying to get out there exercise and stay active and um and that that helps alone.
0: But I've um I'm kind of like you where I fall into these like really good periods of time where I want to like take care of myself and go to the gym and be healthy and then I get really lazy and then I don't do it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm not in one of those right right now. I'm kind of like in a in a middle spot. Um I don't know if you remember, but at the beginning of the year Jesse was like, "Hey, what are all your New Year's resolutions?" and it's like, "I'm going to be, you know, the fat girl that sits at home and eats what she wants and is happy because <laughs> there's all these people that are like, you know, I'm going to go on a diet going and I'm going right. to work out. And yeah. And I was like, yeah, probably not this year for me. Fuck that. Um, I think if you. I think if you're not happy with who you are, your your body image, whatever, if it's your weight, then yeah, like Laura said, fix it. Um, but if it's something that if you're like me, you're not, you're not going to focus on right now because for me is I get discouraged. You know, I don't get the results that I want or I get really close, but then something fucking happens because, you know, like I said, I'm sick and whatnot and, Mm -hmm. um, something happens where I can't follow through. And so I get disappointed and I get discouraged and then it sucks worse than if I had just, you know, I should have not started in the beginning is what I tell myself. And so, um, those are the things that I struggle with. And so this year, um, I decided I was just gonna do what made me happy, and I think doing what makes you happy in a large part, um, it, it plays a large part in how you feel about yourself. Yeah. Um, there was some there are some changes that I made. Like um, I have a self care routine, so I make sure that every day, you know, I do some kind of. I used to like to take bubble baths, but then I realized that a bath is like sitting in your own filth, and so I don't do it anymore. <laughs> Um, so now I do a shower. Um, I only shower. Um, oh, I love baths. I can't do it. Steven was talking about how he used to only bathe until he turned a certain age. I forget. And it's like, you're disgusting. <coughs> you're st- and he goes, how? And it's like, you're sitting in <laughs> a pool of your own filth and dirtiness. I don't take a bath to get clean, though. I take a bath to relax. Yeah. And so what if you shower first and then run back? or what if you what if it. you
1: take a bath and then shower that's typically what i do i'll 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 take a bath let everything soak off of me let my skin just absorb all the water and all the moisture and stuff and get uh, raisiny. yeah and sometimes i put essential oils in there too or like um uh what's that stuff called uh, epsom salt and some baking soda that kind of stuff cool. um and it helps just detox because if you just take a shower sometimes you don't you don't get as clean as you do you know soaking in a bath um and i only i I don't take baths very often just because i don't ever have time to but um that's i I, we totally got off subject i'm sorry it's okay
0: but yeah no i i I love i I forget what i was saying i just know oh now i remember just take care of yourself yeah do something to make yourself feel good because that will i mean everybody says like okay change yourself body image right and it's like go 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 stand in the mirror and tell yourself how beautiful you are. And not that I'm saying not to do that, but that's not quite as effective as actually doing something, I think, for yourself.
1: With those affirmations and stuff, though, they do help with mental health, which is going to help with physical health in the long run. Um, something that I wanted I, th- I thought I was going to sneeze and it just went away so I'm so glad <laughs> I did yeah I was probably making some pretty weird faces That's I was like what are you looking at me the old, you know, My nose is all tickly. anyway um no so uh w- I, what I was going to say though is um to piggyback on what you were just talking about for your new year new year's resolution you know I, I hear all these people all the time making these just ridiculous unrealistic new year's resolutions and I'm like how long is that going to last you're going to do that about a month and then you're going to be like ah screw this i'm done yeah um i have made an effort this year to not worry about my body image not worry about what what i look like in the mirror my new year's resolution was like you said it's to do things to make myself happy and to focus on me and focus on my mental health i i have struggled with some mental health issues you know with anxiety and um, and not really depression. I wouldn't say depression. It's more anxiety, um, than anything. <clears throat> you know, I get overwhelmed and too much coming at me at once. And I have like these anxious outbursts. Um, and I am working on not having anything like that for this entire year. And I have done really, really damn good. Um, fuck yeah. Really well. I totally just grammar not Nazi myself. Um, yeah. Huh. That's okay. (laughs) Good for you. Good for me. Um, and so what I have been doing, you know, is, um, I, I try to meditate and I try to, um, uh, do things for, for my mental health and to better the way I feel about myself mentally rather than physically. And the physical part is starting to fall into place. And so that, that's a huge, huge thing that people need to remember that if you're not healthy mentally, you're not going to continue to do those those crazy health goals right. that people set at the beginning of the year. So keep that in mind, people. Um, Spread the word, too, because mental health, I, I think, is really, really underrated, and I think that people really don't pay enough attention to it, especially in a busy world that we live in today. You know, everybody's go, go, go. You either have, like, full-time job with numerous kids and sports and ballet and piano yeah. lessons, you know, and all that crap um people don't stop and slow down and take care of their minds and that is going to be a huge part of where mental i mean the that body image and that whole self-image in general is going to come into play is being in a good mental state
0: one of my idols is rupaul don't judge me i fucking love rupaul I loved. I got. I know ri- who RuPaul is, but I don't know anything about him. Okay, well he <clears throat> he has this thing. He says, "If you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love anyone else?" Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. You just reminded me of that. I like to live by those words. I got really into drag shows when we moved to North Carolina. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, he's got a TV show out uh, called RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm. and it's a drag show i don't watch tv you need to watch it i don't watch tv though there's some of those some of those guys i'm telling you they're dudes and they look hotter than i do as a (laughs) fucking woman i don't know how that makes me feel about myself but i love drag shows (laughs) Uh, i just i
1: i don't know i i don't have tv either i don't like cable or anything like that so
0: you can come to my house and watch it we're friends (laughs) i'll just come to your house Let's, let's watch some drag shows yeah why not? Sounds <laughs> like a great time. But yeah. Um, to kind of piggyback off of what Laura was saying earlier, if if you're in any kind of a I don't know what to call it, like a poisonous uh environment or situation that it's it's, you know, it's not good for your mental health or your own self image. Um, if it's tearing down your self esteem and your confidence, you need to eliminate it. Whether that's um some kind of a relationship that you're in with your partner. Whether it's bullying at school, that's easier um, said than done, though. It, too it really is. I know. <clears throat> I think. I think the first step for anyone um, is finding somebody that you support. can address it with. Right. Yeah, Just support. one person. Talk. Talk to. Let somebody know what's happening. Not that that person's going to be the one to solve all of your problems. But to get it out on the table is is kind of the first step, and there are tons of resources. And, and, and it, yeah, it doesn't have to be right. somebody
1: specifically that you know. Finding like a support group online or right. finding something that right, you know. And you know, a lot of people make fun of those support groups and and whatnot. But you know, I I mean, I've thought about finding support groups for my anxiety, uh, and trying to co- you know find different ways to cope with it. I mean, I've been doing fairly well. I, I'm I'm at the point right now where I'm like. I think i'm good because i i think i've got it kind of figured out as long as i'm out and i'm out in nature and all that stuff i i do really well but um yeah like with but with you
0: know body image and bullying and um any type of or stress stress yeah yeah people just being mean or <clears throat> cruel or judgmental even you could just be walking in the fucking grocery store and you know somebody yeah. gives you that stank eye or something and it it's like what the fuck you know it's hurtful yeah. Um. And sometimes they don't even have to say anything. You know, and you just get that look, and it's like, what did I do? Is you know, is it me? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I've I've been there. I've been there. I've had it happen. And you got to find this place in yourself where you can't let what other people say or think, um, define you. And and you know that I think it's worth mentioning too. I did a another poll today before the podcast, and um, I asked people straight out, like, besides the media, because I know we tend to blame a lot of our Um, body expectations on the media Um, besides that where does uh, the cause of your insecurities where does that like come from why are you so insecure about the things that you're insecure about Um, is it because of the things that other people tell you about yourself or what they say about you or is it just how you feel about yourself in your own head
1: um I think so here here's something that I that I have an issue with is I tend to compare myself constantly to other women <clears throat> and i i'm not I, i'm not like most I, I i shouldn't even say most women i'm not like that that stereotypical woman that is like oh my god i'm so fat nobody likes me i i don't i don't have that mentality at all um because i know that there is a group of people for everybody um and er- there's going to be a group of people that i think that i'm beautiful um no matter what i look like uh, so, so you know what I mean? So I don't really have that, but I do compare myself. So like I, people that I know all the time. So women that know me just know that I am looking at you and I'm comparing myself to you constantly. And what's, what I have that's better than people and what I have that's worse than people. And, and that's where I get most of my body image from. Um, and you know, I, I have a knack for being able to see flaws and all the good qualities in people, you know, physically, um, you know. I mean, I could I could look at you right now and tell you, you know, probably five flaws and and then Fuck five, you, Laura, I'm ju- I'm just saying <laughs> we all have them. Though. I mean, I can come up with a uh, probably a billion flaws for myself, you know. So, um, and there's you know certain things that that I really am self conscious about, like really self conscious, like would never show. Anybody in a million years, and the only person that's really seen it is Jesse, um, and I'm not talking like my butthole or something like that. I'm talking like, you know, I mean, I would, <laughs> like my stomach, I would never show my stomach intentionally in public, ever, just because it's just the one thing that I don't, I'm not comfortable with.
0: I don't like mine either. I got that, so my kids are born C-section, mm-hmm. and I've got the FUPA. You know what a FUPA is? Foot, or fat underpants? No. Well, there's two different ways you can say it. My favorite is fat upper panocha area. And if you don't know what your panocha is. (laughs) I don't (laughs) don't know what panocha (laughs) is. Um, But uh, in English, it's fat upper pussy area. Oh, okay. And so um, when you get a C-section, sometimes, not not all women, but sometimes your scar kind of like indents your gut. Because I used to have this really cute flat stomach. And you know it—it it went straight down. It was my belly button, and then a little like pooch because we it was there. It. Yeah, yeah, where your uterus would be, and then it cascaded down into my vagina. Um, vagina. Yeah, my vagina. Uh, it, it's a—it's a Louis C.K. joke if you've never heard that inside <laughs> joke. Anyway, um, and when I got my C-section, now there's like a crease there where it goes belly button large cascading bulge really deep indent and then it makes my vagina also have like a like a i don't want to call it a bulge because it sounds like (laughs) i have a dick but (laughs) but i have a fat puss now because of the c-section scar and that's called a fupa and it happens and so That's probably like my most insecure spot because it used to be like really cute and sexy and I could, any kind of underwear I would wear, whatever, it looked awesome. And now if I wear underwear, my fupa eats it. So (laughs) so. camel
1: toe versus moose
0: knuckle. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> moose knuckle is on a dude when no no what it's, it's very 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 very
1: large women it's called a moose knuckle oh Jesus I've always As thought well. that
0: that was like a you know a dick and
1: balls no not with, necessarily a camel toe men men can have it too though men yeah. men can have a moose knuckle <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, I I I know what you mean just because with the weight I've gained and having kids you know that that whole general area is my. Self-conscious area from you know my waist down. Yeah,
0: yeah. I can't show mine anymore. <clears throat> I do still like to wear bikinis, but like I said, my my fupa will eat them if I wear it. So <laughs> the the trick now is high-waisted bikinis. Is you get one of those cute wh- the ones that meet like at your waist, and it it gives you like this Nicki Minaj figure. Not to bring Nicki Minaj back I, into the picture, fake, by the way. I know, but it uh, mine's not. <laughs> and i look fucking banging <laughs> so yeah you just you just gotta find what works yeah nobody sees my belly button anymore it's a dark cavernous mystery now <laughs> mine echoes <laughs> hello hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah how much time we got left oh man we are over an hour all right well i guess it's time to say goodbye then Um, if you haven't already followed our page on Facebook yet, you need to. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. And Instagram, right? And Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, Silver Moon Podcast. If you search it, we'll be the first result to pop up, I promise. Um, you can listen to us here on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Laura has a blog. You can find that at, uh, thecrazylifeoflaura.com. And I also have a blog. Mine's amythinksoutloud.com. Um, we also both have gotten really into painting. Um, if you're in the Yakima area, we're going to be at the Franklin Folk Life Festival here in July. I believe it's the sixth, seventh, and eighth. Mm-hmm. So put that on your calendar because you need to come see us. Um, Laura's got some really great work. I know that she says that she doesn't, but she does. <laughs> and I've got some pretty good ones too. She's not too uh, awesome. Not awesome to toot stuff. my own horn. She does. I know. I'm Check awesome. it out. She's really
1: good at waterfalls. I can't figure that waterfall shit out for the life of me. I'll teach you. Mine looks like it's coming out of nowhere.
0: (laughs) Anyway, that's (laughs) it for today, guys. We'll catch you next week. Have a great week.